You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Victoria Schaefer, aspiring actress and animal enthusiast, is on her own in New York City. Follow Victoria and her two dogs, Rue and Echo, as she cares for her furry friends and juggles home life and career, all the while managing to survive in the world's most hectic city. The exciting animal adventures and secret stories from both ends of the leash that make up the Tales of the City. Hi guys, it's Victoria Schaefer, your host of Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. Today, I'll be talking with Joe Girardi, the manager of the New York Yankees. But first, I wanted to talk about some recent news in the doggy world. There's been a recent outbreak of leptospirosis, a bacterial disease spread through urine. Arizona has seen 50 cases thus far. It starts off as the flu and can end in death. So keep up with illnesses spreading in your area. There are always new vaccines coming out that can keep your best friend safe and healthy. I know I always am. So stick around because after this commercial break, I'll be speaking to Yankees manager Joe Girardi about his two dogs and what to expect this baseball season. Sit and stay. Tales of the City will be right back in two shakes of a, well, tail. Tired of wasting money on giant bags, boxes, and jugs of litter that don't last? Switch to World's Best Cat Litter, the only litter that lets you use less and get more. World's Best Cat Litter uses the concentrated power of corn to deliver outstanding odor control and easy cleanup. It's lightweight, 99% dust-free, and pet, people, and planet-friendly. It's even flushable. Make the switch to World's Best Cat Litter and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. July 25th, 2006, we adopted April. She's a purebred, orange and white, Brittany. But when she started scratching like crazy, I said to John, it's got to be her food. You know, what you put into a dog is what you get out. We heard this radio commercial, and this woman was so excited about Dynavite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. I said to John, I'm getting this. So the Dynavite comes, and I thought, A light bulb moment. She loves her dog food. She always leaves a little bit in her bowl. So we added a huge scoop of Dynavite in it, and then we swished it around like gravy. She dove into that bowl. She licked it clean. She loved it. So that's been the routine for almost 10 years. April gets Dynavite for dessert. Her coat is now soft. It's silky. It's smooth. She even walks like a little princess. 859-428-1000. On Dynavite. She's Little Miss Hollywood. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. You're listening to Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Schaefer. I'm here with Joe Girardi, the manager of the New York Yankees. Hi, Joe. Hi, Victoria. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I am good. I am driving back to Tampa. For our game tonight, so I figured I'm in the car, so I figured it'd be a good time to do it. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I know you guys are just starting spring training, so I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, you're welcome. All right. So let's start with the obvious first question, which is how many dogs do you have and what kind of dogs are they? Okay. I have two. We have Enzo, who's a Bichon, and we Mm -hmm. have Pax, who is a black 
medium-sized golden doodle. So no shedding in your house. <laughs> no, my wife is allergic to dogs and cats and animals that shed, so these dogs have been very good for us. For sure. So did you grow up with dogs? What started yeah, this? My whole life. My mother had a poodle when we were young, Peppy, of course. My father had a Brittany Spaniel ladybird. And then when I was 10, I got a Blue Merle Collie from my uncle, whose name was Tigger. <laughs> um, he had already been named, and um, he was about five years old. And he passed on, and I was about 12 years old. And a neighbor of mine who I used to deliver his paper was a, a man that came over from Russia, raised German Shepherds. And he saw how sad I was one day and was walking his German Shepherds and gave me Sonia, who was my first dog that was really my dog. She was a female German Shepherd and she was awesome. <laughs> I read that your parents used to take in homeless dogs when you were growing up. Is that true? Uh, we had all kinds. We had four cats. We had dogs. We took we took everything. My mother grew up on a farm, and my mother really loved animals. My father did, too. But if it was a stray, we were going to probably take it in and make sure it got home or whatever it was. So there were five kids, and we have always loved pets. So a full house. Yes. Do you think that this affected you growing up? Oh, I definitely do. You know, I think pets are, pets are those... Everything in the world today give you unconditional love. And pets are one, in a sense. You know, when you mm -hmm. come home, it doesn't matter what kind of day you had. You know, they're happy. They're excited. They want to be with you. And I've always found a pet gives me peace because yeah. of the time that you spend with them, walking them. And it's a nice outlet for me. But I've always had, I've always spoiled our dogs. You know, it's just <laughs> How who we can are. not? Yeah. yeah. So you have three young children, right? Yeah, my children are 17, 15, and 10. Oh, wow. I met them once, and they were way younger than that when I met them. So now they're yeah. grown. <laughs> Do you yeah. think that it's important to raise children around dogs as you were raised and uh, you're raising your children as well? Oh, I do, because I think, A, it's, it's that bond that they form and understanding that they have a responsibility to take care of a dog, an animal. I think it's something good to teach people when they're young, opposed to, you know, maybe the first time you have something you're responsible for, you might be 25, 26 years old, where they understand that they need love and they need care and they need attention and they need your time. And I think it's a, a wonderful way to teach children the importance of taking care of somebody, but also that love and happiness, fun that a dog brings back to a child, I think is great. And I think sometimes when kids aren't raised with dogs, they're intimidated by dogs. The older yeah. yeah. Do you have any advice for families who are looking to get their first dog? Just understand it takes love and time. Just, I mean, like a child would. The good thing about a dog, though, is a dog's out of diapers quicker than a child. <laughs> <laughs> and, they grow, yeah. and they grow up a little bit quicker than a child, but it's the same. I mean, you have to invest. To have a great pet, you have to invest time. And if you don't, and I believe if you don't have the time, then it may not be the time to get a pet. That is excellent advice. Do you implement any sort of training with your dogs? Is there anything you found out of has worked better than other things? We train our dogs to not, you know, like Pax was trained for a couple of months. When we got him from the breeder, we sent him to a trainer for a couple of months. And Enzo, mm -hmm. we did a little bit with, but not. we have not done a ton. You know, our dogs sit and they'll stay, but that's about the extent of what our dogs do. They'll lay down when they're told to lay down. 
but our our dogs are they pretty much rule the house to be honest. <laughs> Mine too. And I just I love it. I mean, I sit down and I rub them and I you know I pet them and talk to them. And my wife walks them a couple times a day, and we have a yard for them to run around. But it's just it's that time with them that's special. Yeah, I have to assume because of your career that your dogs are really good at fetch. Is that true? You know, or maybe not. Yeah. But, well, Pax's because Pax that's more in Pax's personality. You know, being the poodle retriever. But the interesting thing was the first day we got him, he was about three months old because he went through mm-hmm. some training and he barked at a baseball for five minutes. And we <laughs> thought, you better get used to this because you're going to see a lot of these around our house. But now he loves them. He chews on them. He goes and gets them and brings them back. But he does play a lot of fetch. and We have a lot of fun with that. Do you ever dress them up in Yankees paraphernalia? My daughter will put a jersey on them once in a while. And uh, <laughs> I always tell her to take them off because they're not used to it. And you know, it's kind of uncomfortable, but she likes, she also likes to dress them up for Halloween a little bit. Oh yeah, that's fun. I do the same. Your daughter likes to dress them up. You play a little fetch. What else do you guys do for fun with your dogs? Well, Enzo, as my wife calls it, Kim, my wife, says mm-hmm. that en- Enzo's a lap dog. I mean, that's, that's the bottom line. Bichon's are lap dogs. And whenever he's sitting on your lap, she says he's working. I can go sit on the couch and Enzo will be in a dead sprint to sit on my lap. And, you know, in the winter, it's much more relaxing for me and I can relax more. Don't have near as, you know, much to do. And I'll sit on the couch and just hang with him for 15, 20 minutes all the time. And he loves it. And, the you know, Pax is 45 pounds. He's Enzo do it and thinks that he's a lap dog. And that's when it really <laughs> becomes entertaining. Yes, I'm familiar with that as well. I have a 90 Enzo pound dog, loves- so it's not as comfortable. Yeah. yeah, Enzo loves to go for the rides all the time. I take him in the car all the time because that's when he can really take advantage of me because he sits on my lap and, you know, he knows that I'm going to pet him. So he'll do that all day if I want. <laughs> do you ever exercise with your dogs? No, not really. Not planned exercise, but with packs. There is a lot of exercise because we chase him. He loves the snow. He loves to play in the snow. He loves to go, in a sense, sledding. He loves to bite snowballs. So in that sense, we're outside running around with him. But it's not planned training. Mm-hmm. So if I you read really... about a Bichon, they have short yeah. bursts of energy. And that is so true. That could be both good and bad, I suspect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So I've been really excited to ask you about this. I hear Major League Baseball has instituted some new dog-friendly events that allow fans to take their pups out to the ball game. What do you think about all this? Do you think think it's great? I think it's hilarious because, as I said, dogs are no different than people. Dogs need time. I mean, from a relation standpoint, a dog needs time. They don't need you to buy them things. They need time. So I think the dogs love going to the ballpark you know and you'll hear barking in the outfield it's usually they call it bark at the park and they'll be in the outfield and you see it happen once in a while and you might time it perfect that you're in a city i think we were in chicago last year at the white Sox ballpark and they had bark at the park and it's it's absolutely hilarious i can't i can imagine the food sales go up out in the bleachers too with hot dogs and stuff but <laughs> is it um, chaotic I, no it's not it really? it really isn't i think that, because i think the people that know that their dogs are around other dogs and it's not a problem. Those are the people that bring their dogs. I think mm-hmm. if people are concerned that their dog might react negatively to being in a loud place or other dogs or fans, they probably don't bring them. So the dogs that I think that go to Bark in the Park are pretty socialized. Yeah. Do you ever bring your dogs to practice with you or any games or anything like that? We used to. We don't now because it's harder for me. 
But the first time I met Mr. Steinbrenner years and years ago in, in um, see, it would have been 1996, we were walking our first two original Bichons, Nico and Nike. And I thought, oh gosh, Nico's going to go to the bathroom on the lawn here. And Mr. Steinbrenner, <laughs> you know, probably got a nut. And he was great. And he was nice to my dogs. And before Kim and I used to have children, when they would have family day at the park, when you would bring your kids, we would bring our dogs. dogs. (laughs) That's so fun. Are there any particular players on your team that you know are dog lovers? Um, you know, I've never really heard guys talk about, I know a lot of guys have dogs, but that's not usually our conversation. And I'm usually not (laughs) at their house to see. So, but I know there is, you know, I know that we have plenty of guys that hunt and I think some of them have hunting dogs. Wow. Um, but we actually have always had dogs around our babies. And I remember the first time we had the dogs before the baby, Serena, and we brought the blankets home from the hospital for a couple of days and let the dogs smell, you know. Oh, that's the, a good idea. Serena scent. And I remember Serena was always in a Moses basket the first couple of months, a way to carry kids around. And when she wasn't in it, or we'd come home, you could tell that a dog had been in it. And our dog used to lay in it all the time. <laughs> and our dog, not. Our, our dog, Nike, used to take her pacifiers. And, oh, my God. And, um, take them under the bed, yeah. Because dogs like that smell, and it's how they relate to you. Yeah. I have a funny question for you. Do you ever find any similarities between training your dogs and coaching the Yankees? Oh, yeah. I think personality-wise. They say people start to look like their dogs, but I think your dogs, in a sense, can almost even adopt the personality of the people in the house. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's patience. It's love. There's going to be mistakes. And it's all part of it. I mean, it's all part of growing up. And yeah, I think you can relate to that. I mean, I think having a pet when they're young even takes more time. It's, you know, potty training a dog and them understanding what, you know, the schedule's supposed to be and putting a dog on a schedule. It's like having a baby. Yeah, it really is. So you often promote different charities at press conferences by wearing their T-shirts. Have you done this for any animal-related organizations yet? No, no one has sent me a shirt. But if someone wants to send me a shirt, we are animal lovers and I would promote it. We have four fish. We have a dwarf hamster. So we we love our pets, so I would love to promote it. Send over some dogs. Yes, send it to Jason Zillow and he'll get it to me. All right, everyone, send over some dog organizations, animal-related organizations, any sort of T-shirts. So I have one last question for you, strictly baseball question. Everyone, including myself, was very excited that I was doing this interview. And they wanted me to ask, since you finally have a young team this season, how you feel this will bode for the future? Oh, I think it's great. And I think we're going to be really good this year, too. I've had a chance to watch these young players some, you know, like Greg Bird in 2015, Severine in 2015, Sanchez and a judge and Tyler Austin in 2016. And you see the progress that they've made in spring training, but you also see there's a ton of talent in our organization with kids anywhere from A ball to AAA that are going to contribute. And I'm really, really excited. I'm excited too. And I know a lot of fans are excited. So thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Have a safe trip and travels and good luck this season. Thanks, Victoria. Have a great day and love your dogs. (laughs) Thank you. Bye. That concludes today's episode of Tales of the City on Pet Life Radio. Before I say see you next time, I want to give a special shout out to Arthur, a young pit bull mix waiting for his forever home at the Bully Project in New York City. Arthur loves people and other dogs, 
He's housebroken, crate trained, and silly as can be. Please visit thebullyproject.org to see pictures of Arthur and find out more. Thank you all for tuning in and thank you, Joe Girardi, for taking the time to speak with me today. Can't wait to watch the Yankees cream everyone this baseball season. See you next time when I tell you another fun and exciting tale of the city. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.